Today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. And DraftKings is not only my favorite sportsbook, but it's also America's top-rated sportsbook. Now, I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for noob bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too, so listen to their great offer. DraftKings is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $150 in site credits. That's right. Pick either basketball team that is still in contention. Uh, that would be the Bucks and the Suns. Bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $150 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $150 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, the state of California. Always got their eyes on you, Will. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. We talk about the Denver Broncos every week on YouTube. That's Good Broncos on podcast places, whatever the fuck those are. So you can listen. We also talk about NFL news. We are in July. We are struggling to know what to talk about. There, Some stuff did happen with the Broncos this week. Uh, ownership, the ownership situation uh, kind of kind of starting to take shape. Uh, Crystallizing. Legendary coach Alex Gibbs passed away. I wanted to talk about him because he's one of the most important Bronco figures, I feel like, in team history that maybe only the hardcore fans know who he is. Patrick Sertain dropped a vlog on YouTube, so I want everybody to get at Patrick Sertain and his mentions on Twitter and tell him Sir, to collab Sir with Tan. me. Get at Sir him. Tan. What? Sertain. Patrick Sertain. God you have to say it right or else he won't collaborate. You know, well then, I think spelling needs to change. It, it, S-U-R-T-A-N. I don't disagree with that. I think all spelling, I I think all spelling should be phonetic. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Haskins got beat up by his wife. We've got updates on Richard Sherman. And we'll talk a little bit about Peyton Manning at the All-Star Game. Probably Aaron Rodgers, as we do every week. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Again, you use code DNVR when you sign up there. And benchwarmerbrew.com. My coffee company, we got three blends now. The armchair blend, which is urinating tree. The five points blend, which is five points. Real creative name there, Adam. Real creative name there, Adam. And of course, my blend, the backup blend. So make sure you check that out. Um, All right, Will, where do you want to start? Let's start with uh, Peyton Manning. How about that? All right, let's start a little Pepe, a little pee-pee Pepe. Yeah, he was 
he was kind of a, you know, for football fans, he was sort of the main attraction at the all-star game at Coors Field. Yeah, it was at Coors Field. Monday, and then the all-star game itself on Tuesday. How much of, um, how much of the week or the festivities or the break did you watch? None. Almost none. Not I watched even the derby? A, I watched a tiny bit of home run derby. I watched okay. that's it. Because this week sucked. Uh I was supposed to catch up, but baby got sick again oh, with geez. an ear infection with this bullshit called croup, which is just like a, a cough and lung infection virus. And top teeth started coming in. So she couldn't go into daycare. So Jess and I were just, just trying to keep it together for the week. And honestly, I think I was sleeping uh, the last three or four nights by nine o'clock. I was asleep. Like, that's just the way it's been. And we're both Jess and I both definitely whatever the I think the croup shit is like you mostly you get that when you're a kid. So you should have an immunity to it, but we've definitely got some symptoms that we've been fighting off additionally. Like uh, nothing bad, nothing to complain about, but just a, just a little extra difficulty to the week. And I had to get, you know, two videos up, but so I know I didn't watch any all-star baseball yes after not watching any baseball all year i would have loved to have went to coors field for the home run derby or the all-star probably the home run derby i think that's oh, definitely the derby um, i don't care about the game i don't I, think most people do what you know what i i really realized uh after stephen a smith talked about uh having an interpreter not being good for baseball yeah I want to be, I want to be an interpreter for a pro athlete. Like that job seems sweet. I'm sure you make pretty good money. You get to go to, you get to go to a sporting event, all of them. And then you got, you know, 10, 15 minutes of work where you translate shit at the end of the game. Uh, And as I recommended, Stephen A. Smith should have an interpreter because if if you say something offensive, you've got somebody to blame, right? (laughs) Blame your fucking interpreter. That's kind of genius. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Are there any are there any NFL players that need an interpreter? I think most, if not all, NFL players have a firm grasp of the English language. Yeah. Well, I was trying to write a. a I think I cut the joke because I had the only like the only sports person that I b- really believe needs an interpreter uh, is Ed. Uh, Oh, Ed Orgeron? Yeah, I think that's... Because sometimes uh, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, he speaks... He speaks Cajun. He doesn't speak American English. Yeah. Yeah, definitely an interpreter situation there. Um, I want, like, the furthest thing away from Ed Orgeron. I want, like, posh British kind of interpretation. Doing uh, him? Yeah. Yes to say. Yeah. Um, yes, hold that tiger. Oh, tickety boo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that'd be a great job. Um, you have to spend a lot of time with Ed Orgeron, which uh, it honestly sounds pretty fun. He's a good coach, LSU is a good program. Um, but Peyton Manning, getting back to Peyton Manning, he threw out the first pitch, 
and we've talked about first pitches here. We have. You either want to throw like a rocket, like a beautiful strike, <clears throat> or you want to just whiff completely. And so my theory on this one is he tried to do the perfect first pitch and maybe tried a little too hard and yeah. that caused him to miss. And that's okay. He one hopped because it. you don't yeah, you don't want Peyton Manning throwing a lollygagger. You either want him uh hitting dirt or you want him throwing a George W. Bush nine eleven type pitch. Yeah. So I'm okay with the result. Even yeah. if Dave Damashek wants to make fun of him, like always, uh, yeah, if the guys at the NFL want to have a laugh about it, no, <laughs> still my quarterback. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he definitely tried, and that was our whole point. Like, you go out there and you fucking throw the ball. Just you wind it. up, you make a, you throw it, and whatever happens happens. From the mound, too. Yeah, you throw it from the mound. Um, Sure, the pressure, you know, there's a lot of pressure with that pitch. I heard him talking about it on the fan yesterday. Uh, I, was in the, I was in the car at the rare time. The top of the hour, D-Mac's mm-hmm. first take on it. Uh, they analyzed it deeply, but he brought up a point like that I thought was funny. He's like, I think Peyton had somebody that he had to help him work on doing this throw. And... Uh, he was prepping for it and he just, he overthought it. <laughs> and uh, mm. it doesn't, he was like, it doesn't seem like the guy's just going to go in this willy nilly. He's going to try to make a, a real throw and yeah, just fucking one hopped it in there, which Eli made fun of Peyton for on Twitter. Um, Eli's social media game, pretty strong, uh, I think. Yeah. I thought he could have made fun of his brother a little harder, but. Uh, well, Either way, yeah, here's what, the thing with with Eli. I think his social media presence uh, it matches his sense of humor in real life. Where Tom Brady tries to be funny on social media, and it's like funnier than anything that he's actually said in yeah. an interview or you know whatever. So it comes off as fake and disingenuous, which you know we know he doesn't come up with the the tweets and. And post yourself. I don't know if Eli Manning, maybe he does. I could see it. I could see it. <clears throat> I think like the Mannings grew up, that's three brothers growing up together. They're used to yeah. talking shit to each other all the time, right? They're used to zingers, you know, got you gotta be quick on, on your on your your toes with your insults. And yeah, I I, I think they're just more natural at it. And Tom Brady doesn't seem like that guy. Yeah, no brothers growing up for Brady. No. Sisters. Yeah. I had you one don't... sister, and I treated her like a younger brother. So <laughs> You don't get better at roasting uh, growing up with sisters. No. No, no, no. That's a skill that you have to develop with uh, uh, a male in the family, definitely. So, yeah. Um, bad pitch. But like we said, it's better than um, a nothing pitch, like a, a mediocre pitch, a lollygagger. So that was part of it. Um, he also kind of betrayed us. Yep. You know, the Dead spirit of this whole offseason by dead. saying that he doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay and he doesn't necessarily want Aaron Rodgers to leave Green Bay. Um, we know why he said this, right? Because he spent time – 
in the offseason working with Drew Locke. You can't work with Drew Locke all offseason and then call for someone to take his job. Yeah. But um, it either means you're a terrible mentor or yeah. you think your mentee is really bad and there's no hope yeah. for him. <clears throat> Which, you know, if you're uh, a good mentor, then hopefully the mentee would be good enough to uh, exactly. you know, occupy one of the 32 quarterback spots in the NFL. You'd think so. Uh, so you got Manning saying he doesn't think Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. You got A.J. Hawk also saying he spent the last week with Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't think he's leaving Green Bay. Neither one – I mean, Manning doesn't hasn't talked to him. A.J. Green spent the week with him, but he says he doesn't get the feeling he's leaving. He didn't say he's definitely not leaving. Uh I think hope is dying every day that something doesn't happen. If you're a Broncos fan that said, again, we'll stick by our premise that Aaron cards, or Aaron card, Aaron Rodgers is a wild card. He is I think Aaron Carter's like a Aaron Carter he's going through Richard Sherman type stuff. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, so we hit, yeah. So we get Manning throwing at the first pitch. You have him talking about the Aaron Rodgers situation, which kind of, you know, in our minds, kind of a betrayal. But then he flips it on its side and says that he's not – well, he didn't say this, but he didn't rule out joining the Broncos in some kind of leadership position, which he didn't say he would join them. He just didn't rule it out. And at that point, that's a victory to me. I think this has to do with the ownership situation – and he probably doesn't want to join or, you know, take on any kind of responsibilities uh, until that situation settled. And we're closer to that being the case. Yep. So we could see Peyton Manning in some kind of official executive front office kind of job, you know, in the next couple of years, maybe. Well, I think that's what we've all been waiting for, right? Yeah. So the ownership thing the lawsuit was dismissed so beth and the other older daughter forgive me i can't remember all their names uh, annabelle annabelle is it annabelle beth and annabelle Brittany. no Brittany's the youngest it's Brittany, bitch she's the youngest will yeah. anyway Her- they dismissed the lawsuit so they're not suing the trying to sue the trust anymore which is step two or three at this point in terms of this means a couple things, possibly either the children have all reached an agreement with the trust. Yes. And they will move forward with Brittany as the owner, or they reach an agreement to sell the team. They'll all make a shit ton of money and the Broncos will have a new owner at some point. Uh, I think we're hoping for a new owner uh somebody to come that comes in that has a fuck ton of money doesn't care about losing some money to make a good team we put in our uh request for steve balmer and then one day later he yeah. started molesting uh people who watch basketball games with I him maybe maybe hours later yeah maybe it was hours later right after it was posted i he... stick by balmer <laughs> stick by balmer uh really balmer in your balmer baby yeah um, so yeah, so something's going to happen yes, with the Broncos. 
people still think could be Manning in a financial group backing them to purchase it. Maybe that's what Manning's alluding to. Because I don't think he's going to – he can't come in and be a GM. Like, we already got George Payton. Yeah. Five years. It seems like he's secure. Maybe he's like George Payton's vice president of some bullshit title where Manning can do work. But seems like he might be involved with them, depending on where the ownership situation goes. Uh, so we just got to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want him in a big picture role. Because, you know, it's not the minutia of player management where Denver's really been failing the last few years. It's the big picture stuff like stadium naming rights and, uh, you know, the bigger stuff like, uh, you know, the NFL is going to make us play without a quarterback against the Saints kind of thing. Yeah. You want someone like Peyton Manning who is recognizable and diplomatic and knows what he's doing you would you would imagine in that kind of role and it just it just lends the broncos a little bit more respect and credibility than they than they've had since uh you know even going back to like 2010 i think the the ownership and just kind of like the team at large has been kind of flailing around a little bit um and then you get peyton manning and then things are good for a few years it happened, I mean, we're hopefully getting to the end, but basically after uh, the Cutler trade, there's just this yeah. lull of years where everything sucked, didn't matter, you know, what the team did. They just couldn't win and nobody gave a shit. And then things got crazy with Tebow and then Broncos got Manning. So hopefully the Broncos are close to that. Hopefully it's either Drew Locke is awesome this year they get Aaron Rodgers, or I saw on Broncos Reddit today. It was just another post about uh, Deshaun Watson, Jeremy oh. Fowler. Great. Who is Jeremy Fowler? Uh, from ESPN. Yeah, he works at ESPN. But like every time there's like some rumor about a quarterback. And the source is ESPN. I feel like it's coming from Jeremy Fowler. And I'm starting to not think, I'm starting to think that he's not on point. Yeah. I I mean, these are all still rumors, like despite them coming from ESPN. Yeah. So I think we need to stop lending, uh, you know, ESPN more credibility than they deserve. Yeah, he was like, I think that quote was like, don't sleep on Denver in the Deshaun Watson trade because Watson's been intrigued by the Broncos. Like, yeah, yeah. we all know that that's a, a possibility, but has something changed in Deshaun Watson's legal situation? Like, I highly doubt that George Payton is going to trade for a quarterback who is being sued by 22 women for varying degrees of sexual misconduct all the way up to sexual assault. Like uh, maybe the price is right right now because of that, but conditional seven, maybe. Yeah. I just don't think that's on George Payton's at the forefront of his things to do right now. Yeah, I don't think it's on the radar right now. And I saw that. I saw a similar thing. Uh, I forget who tweeted it. Some sports network. But it was Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. And it was like, 
using an Adam Schefter quote from months ago, but they fucking just put it up like this week. Like it was new. Yeah, I'm like, that's the same thing. That's, that that might have been what Schefter said on draft day. So, look, if there's something substantial, if there's a nugget, it will be on my YouTube channel. But right now, like, there's nothing. Yeah, um, we need to put a, a moratorium on Watson slash Rogers news until it's actually news. Yeah. When there's new, a slightly new development, other things, I'll talk about it, but... Yeah, I'll accept um, quotes from the players themselves. Yeah. Like, if Rogers has something to say, like he did at the golf tournament, I'm listening. Otherwise, if it's A.J. Hawk or Adam Schefter from 10 years ago, not not interesting. I don't care. I've checked out. I don't have any more, you know, bandwidth for this kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess I just don't know why like actual sports networks are doing that. Yeah, at this point, like that, we are in the dead period. But following the dead period, soon, soon to come is training camp, followed by the preseason, uh, less than a month away. I think we're like we're something like three weeks away from the Hall of Fame game. Once Fudge. we actually snap a football. Wow. And the clock starts running. Yep. No one's going to care about rumors and innuendo and, uh, you know, old tweets or anything like that. We'll be back to football and then it will filter out all but the most pressing news. Yeah. I will give you the most important date that you need right now. Mm hmm. It is 7 27 2021. That is when Packers training camp starts. Yes. Rookie training camp starts a week before, but Packers report date for training camp is 7 27 21. So if Aaron Rodgers shows up that day, Broncos fans can go find a giant rock and step on it really hard. Step on that rock. Step your toe with it. Because you're going to want to feel something other than the despair of knowing the dream of Aaron Rodgers is dead until at least this next offseason. So, yeah, yeah, if he shows up, then then it's over. Um, Okay. Alex Gibbs. He passed away this week. Alex Gibbs was the Broncos offensive line coach. When they won those first couple Super Bowls. Now, there's some debate on whether or not he invented the zone run scheme that he did. I don't care who invented it. He probably didn't invent it, but Alex Gibbs perfected running that shit in the NFL. And uh, I think people just need to know without him and the Broncos' offensive line, which was good. And Terrell Davis, like that combo was, it's like a perfect drink, man. It just fucking worked. It's why TD got 2,000 rushing yards. Uh, how that, there's an old video. I've got like all these VHS tapes of like Broncos football things. And there's a whole segment about Gibbs in one of those. And uh, just him like teaching the zone and the cutback blocks and how it worked. And it's why like after TD left, the Broncos were able to, 
just filter in running backs and they were all successful. I know like Mike Shanahan gets all the credit for the offense, always having great running backs, but really Alex Gibbs coaching the line um, to just make gaping holes for those backs. So really important Bronco in Broncos history. He passed away. That is my tribute. Yeah. Uh, Passed away at 80. Um, Spent most of his time, his most notable years were in Denver, but uh, coached for other teams too. I mean, he's just like, he goes down, I think, as, you know, you got Bill Walsh with the West Coast offense. You got, you know, Eric Coriel. You got all these architects of offense. He's, He's like really one of the main architects of the running game like even going back to someone like Vince Lombardi with the sweep, like he totally, he totally changed the way you run the ball in the NFL. Like watching a game from the seventies or the eighties and see how they do it. Like, it's just, it's the most like primitive kind of blocking schemes and the most vanilla run plays. And you got running backs lining up like split backs and uh, you know, in the three point stance and it's just, grading and hard to watch and it it just made the run game like like beautiful beautiful to watch aesthetically just pleasing to the eye and super effective and he's kind of part of the reason that running backs are so devalued today Um, (laughs) which is uh you know depending on how you feel about that but um yeah he was like the mastermind behind um you know, a lot of the stuff that people attributed to Mike Shanahan too. So he deserves credit in that regard. Well put, Will. Um, Yeah, it was, I would kill just to have a dominant run game like that again. Just make things easier when you knew you could just hand it off to TD or Mike Anderson or Clinton Portis and get a first down. Scary. Yeah. Tatum Bell. Tatum Bell. Ryan, Mike Bell. Peyton Hillis. Yeah. We could just do this for hours. Just name every running back that was good behind that offensive line. Yeah. It was like the consistent thing after Elway left you could rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Broncos corner Patrick Sertan dropped a vlog on YouTube. Um, it's mostly him working out a ton. Nice. But the, the nugget is he at the end of the video looking for a Crocs sponsorship? (laughs) He's rocking some tie-dye Crocs, asking Crocs for a sponsorship. And I actually think he has a good chance because Crocs is a Colorado company. So Crocs, if you're listening, uh, Patrick Sertan will take a sponsorship, as will my wife, who recently just bought some Crocs sandals and she has been wearing them every day. Uh, they don't look like the regular Crocs. They look far more stylish. I'm not a Crocs man. I've never worn Crocs. I'm not an open-toed shoe guy. I don't even like flip-flops. Yeah, um, they're. I just find them uncomfortable. But uh, Patrick Sertan, give his channel a follow. Make sure you make sure you tell him that's good sports sent you. I would love to go do defensive back training with Patrick Sertan just one day for the vlog. And then we could collab. I could post part of it on my channel and then he could post it like the DB drills. Like I want to do some of that. Yeah. Like there's that, uh, Kevin Byard video where he was doing DB drills with a fan 
Yeah. So why not? Yeah, make it happen. Make it happen. Let's just just keep the ball rolling. Come on, Pat. I want your dad to show up. And because how his dad's got to be what? Probably like late 40s. Yeah. Mid 40s. So Patrick's in his 20s. I'm in my getting to my late 30s. Dad's late 40s, maybe early 50s. So we've got three age groups to compare. Two super athletes, one just regular guy, regular Joe Schmo. Uh, mostly, I just want to just want to get a little some workout tips. Uh, yeah. I will say right now, DraftKings Sportsbook's not only my favorite sports book, but it's also America's top-rated sports book. Now, I love using DraftKings because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters and nearly limitless ways to get in on, on, on all of the action. My friends and family, oh, they love DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. So listen to this offer. DraftKings Sportsbook's putting you courtside with the chance to turn $1 into $150 in site credits. That's right. Pick either the Suns or the Bucks right now. Bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $150 in site credits. That series is tied, so... Either team could win. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Is hockey still going? I don't think so. Maybe some sort of low-grade hockey. There's always low-grade hockey going on. There's got to be it somewhere. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR. Would you say, Will, in the middle of my room? There's a lot of low-grade hockey taking place in Canada at all times. Uh, use code DMVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free credits. Bet on basket- the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. If they do, you will claim $150 in free credits. That's promo code DMVR for a limited time. Only DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or old, older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 <sighs> Suck it. My lungs is still good. Here's a uh, basketball team you should not bet on. The United States of America. Ooh. We suck. Got beat by Nigeria. Uh, And Australia. And Australia. Yeah. Yeah. We really suck. I think, um, you know, after the last 18 months or so, uh, people don't really have a lot of pride in their country and it's showing up on the basketball court. You got to go out also, there and you got to play. Also, is Devin Booker selfish for playing in the finals and not in the Olympics? Kind of makes you wonder. Same with Chris Paul. Ooh. What if we had Chris Paul and Devin Booker out there? I don't even Chris know. Ma- when's the Olympic basketball start? Is that, is that what's happening right now? That's what I think it's like the pre somethings, pre qualifiers, maybe. Um, okay. so it's does some it kind matter of if they win or lose right now? You know, that's a great question. I know the Olympics start next Friday, that's the opening ceremony. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine the United States not qualifying for basketball. If that were, if that ever turned out to be true, I think we'd have to actually get the 1992 dream team together at their advanced stages and make them play 
one more time just to see just to see if they're still good because these fair. guys aren't interested <clears throat> or i think you go back to the old rules and go only college players that was fun only- yeah that was see here's the thing like you you did the 90 the 92 whole experiment the dream team was just kind of to flex on the rest of the world and say if we wanted to this is what could happen we could beat you by 50 points every game now we're going to go back to amateurs and make it fun again That's yeah it's like to- uh they should do it every other olympics go yeah. college and then go dream team then go college then go dream team how much fun would it be if they were really like football in the Olympics though? <laughs> it would probably be dangerous. This is the first year that skateboarding's in the Olympics, right? I think so, yeah. That is all I wanted when I was a kid. It was like uh because you had the X Games. Right. But like I was skateboarding, I started skateboarding in like 1996. And they've been talking about the Olympic skateboarding becoming an Olympic event since then. It was like they're going to skateboarding's getting in this next round, and it never did. And I was like, I would maybe watch the fucking Olympics if skateboarding was in it. Um, and now it will be in there, and I probably, I obviously, man, I'm not paying too much attention. Maybe I'll watch it. I doubt it. When's it start? Like August? <sighs> yeah, it starts uh, the 23rd. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just like the idea of having sports on at weird times of the day. I don't know if that really makes sense, but I like, you know, if you wake up at six in the morning, usually here on the West coast, there's nothing on like the earliest you can find sports is like football Sundays at 10. What do you mean? There's about six hours of hot takes every morning. Will? (laughs) yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. There is good morning football at four in the morning. So um, I don't know what I'm talking about. In terms of like actual live sports, it's fun to just turn something on at like 5.30 a.m. and be like, oh, this is this is happening right now. Yeah. So, I'm up at that time weird. too, so. Yeah, I bet. I bet you are. I know when you get up every day. Yeah, you do. I see your little icon pop up on my script. <laughs> oh, Will's up. Time to face the day. I used to get pissed you know, off at, at Wimbledon. 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 Oh yeah, fuck them. That would that's in June ish, right? And yeah. it used to fuck with my late night TV shows. They would like NBC oh, yeah. would play Wimbledon. I was like, I want to watch Leno. <laughs> I want to watch Leno, and this tennis is on. So then I would watch Letterman instead. I was young, so I didn't know Letterman was actually better than Leno at the right. time. I was loyal. Yeah, and then Conan came along. And yeah. guess what? They're all gone now. Feel yeah. old yet? Now we have, you know, um, Jimmy Kimmel and... Um, Jimmy Fallon. Samantha. Does anybody name Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Uh, Jimmy Crackcorn. Yeah, Jimmy, they're all late nights. Jimmy, Jim Garoppolo. Belushi. They should, Jim, Jim Belushi Blue. should have a late night show on Fox. I think then, he has to go by James. And then FX should have Jim Brewer, yeah. Yeah, Jim Brewer, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I think Jim Belushi is like a big cannabis guy now. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I saw that picture of him in Dan Aykroyd just in front of Belushi's fucking grow house. Yeah. Really strange. Really weird. Um, good for them though. I guess. Mr. Destiny. One of my favorite movies growing up starring Jim Belushi. I, uh, I have not seen it. Maybe we'll put that on the watch list for next time. Yeah. It's one of those ones where like, uh, if you could redo a certain moment in your life, what would the consequences be? type thing i really like the the premise um but i'm a little put off by the fact that they cast jim belushi (laughs) that's the only problem hey he's okay he's okay somebody might not be okay terrible segue but it's richard sherman so (laughs) yesterday was pretty fucking crazy for the news he had a crazy late night yeah uh seriously we hope richard sherman's okay Hope he's doing all right. He had a bad 24 hours, it sounds like. Um, Did a video on this, and it was one of those days where the news just kept changing, and at some point I had to stop because, again, we had the baby home yesterday, and my wife and I are trading off watching her, getting our work done because we both got to work. So I just had to stop, and I thought we were at a good stopping point. And, of course, right after I upload, more stuff comes out. Basically, what happened with with Richard Sherman, if you didn't catch the news, he was arrested. And at first, the um, headline was Richard Sherman arrested for burglary, domestic violence. So you're like, oh, fuck, this sounds horrible. It's, It's not good, but like, that was the headline. That's what he was booked for. Sounds like he, there wasn't a, he didn't hurt anyone. He got drunk, was driving, it looks like, wrecked his car into a concrete barrier. Also a screwed up headline, like um, destruction, it's like destruction of state transportation property. <laughs> so it's, he hit as a, the side concrete barrier. Yeah, thoughts and well, prayers to concrete yeah pulled his car off the road ditched the car went to his wife's family's home so his in-laws uh they misreported saying ex-wife it's his current wife this was like in the middle of the night apparently he drank a lot he was in washington right this is in washington washington redmond washington he's threatening to kill himself he was uh, they said possibly drank two bottles of something. So he was just out of his mind. Yeah. I don't blame him for one. Like, I think two bottles of anything probably makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. Like it's, you're going to do some, some dumb stuff, but it sounds like he didn't hurt his family members. That's the big thing. Uh, he's okay. He was argued with the police detained by them. Apparently a, Police dog was used to uh, subdue Richard Sherman. I think it's the headline there. And then he was taken to the hospital, checked out, and then booked in jail. Another headline was uh, in jail, bail denied. Yeah, which sounds Just bad. Standard procedure for what they do when something's classified as domestic violence and burglary and it's 
they classify it that because he was trying to get into somewhere to a home that didn't belong to him. So it's like all of these things, they're like the whole situation's bad, but it was very misleading through the news outlets yesterday. Um, and now I think like the question is, it's like, where is Richard Sherman at health wise? I think like the concern I think I have is like, is this drinking problem a problem or is this just like a one time crazy thing that that happened usually somebody who drinks that much and causes like a situation like that it's not a one-time thing it's yeah you don't you don't go from like being a social drinker to like two bottles of uh like wild turkey yeah in four hours so i don't know how you could even usually i don't know how you can drink that much and even speak words that are coherent uh, i think being a super athlete helps like their bodies are different <laughs> i guess so i guess so this is like i it's like hard to wrap your mind around yeah if i have okay so you got hung over the other week from uh you know a couple glasses of whiskey yeah i had just uh, it was our patreon zoom meeting I had shout out to those guys. Shout out to Patreon Zoomers. Yeah, yeah, I woke up with a headache (laughs) and it was, I have, I know the exact amount of whiskey I can drink and feel perfect the next day. I call it one and a half drinks, but (laughs) when you're drinking whiskey, one drink is technically just a shot of it, right? Like that's how you measure. My one drink is like two and a half shots of whiskey so if i have one of those i'm good if i have one and a half so it's probably three to four shots of whiskey that i just call one and a half drinks i'm fine but if i have two big glasses of whiskey gonna have that headache i have any more of that shit i am dead the next day so when i hear people like drinking like a whole bottle of something like i don't understand how you can do that i've just i've never been my body's never been able to handle that it's a little disappointing because there's history of alcoholics in my family i would have assumed i got better genes to handle it there but like it is a it's a bad problem though when this happens like calling the cops on a family member is not a good situation i've never had to do that but my sister has for my grandpa when his dementia was really bad. He was super old, but still super strong. And it was like very similar situation. Got to call the cops in the middle of the night. When that happens, it's a bad fucking situation for your family. And we live in a time though, where people get this information more quickly than they have all the details to. And then you've got like, everybody's like Rappaport, it's Schefter. It's everybody reporting this stuff. And so like, I'm like, okay, I can, I can talk about it, but like, I've, I, I shouldn't, I should wait. I should fucking wait until I know everything. So yeah. I can make the right jokes, the appropriate jokes. And that's the number one concern is you have to have the, the right story. jokes. Yeah. And it, I, I mean, right jokes. Like I don't want to make a joke that the, an hour after I upload it, I regret because I wasn't aware of something. And then it's, yeah. it's not a joke anymore. It's just you taking a shot at somebody when they're down you know what i mean so uh again like i like richard sherman i think 
a lot of people don't because he's outspoken and his attitude, but I fucking love that. I've always liked the way he plays the game. I've been uh, clamoring for somebody to sign him because I still think he's got some good football left in him. I think this hurts his chances, his chances to get back in the league this year quite a bit. Uh, but this is a long way of saying, like, I hope he's okay. I hope he gets the alcohol under control. And I don't mean to like minimize that when I say like, when I'm talking about how much I drink or that uh, I come from a, a long line of alcoholics that I wish I had better alcohol. Like I get it. Like I've, there's been some serious shit in my life because of this. Like my cousin that passed away this year was because of alcohol. Like I don't take it lightly. Um, so it's, I, and I like, I'm just trying to say like, I really hope he's okay. I'm not like saying that just to try and sound like he's okay. Um, because yeah. like, that's the right thing to, to fucking do. You know what I mean? But it was a, a shitty situation that I wish yesterday I wouldn't have been in a rush to get my video up. I still think it's like mostly fine. Like I said in the video, let the shit come out. Let's figure out what actually happened before, you know, we do whatever, make whatever jokes or, you know, whatever. But like, uh, there's the, like all the meme sites, like immediately after it happens, just yeah. the worst, like the, the lowest hanging fruit jokes. And uh, yeah, shitty situation. Yeah. yeah oh, like, you know, it's something about Michael Crabtree or whatever. It's super funny. You know, I remember the year t- uh, 2014 as well. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> my, my best joke was the Crabtree joke. That's fair. But it was the burglary. I was like, the only people I thought, I was like, oh, fuck. I don't, I don't even remember the joke. But it's just about uh, burglarizing Crabtree. So it was him and Akeem Tlaib. I was like, only burglary I thought they committed was against Crabtree. See, well, that see, that's, still okay. that's more recent. That's 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's called the five-year statute of limitations. Exactly. On I, uh, he, uh, Yeah, I... You know, I hope he's okay too. I wouldn't say I like him necessarily, but I think he's like a, a he's been a very good villain for yeah. the NFL. And uh, the same way Trevor Bauer was before all that other stuff came out. Oh, was that uh, domestic violence shit too? Uh, no, it was more oh. like sexual violence. Um, probably best not to compare the two, honestly. But yeah, because uh, that's the thing. It sounds those like guys you don't like, but they're like, they make things interesting and they give you someone to root against. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I like about Sherman. It's like, right. Yeah. Uh, he's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like we should just do a, like we should do a a segment in the podcast where you come up with like NFL villains and it's whether we like them or root against them because you pull from one way or the other. And I can't explain like, why i would root for richard sherman in the villain situation like i rooted against akib talib until he became a bronco and then he's like one of my all-time favorite villains in the nfl yeah uh, but we definitely need a villain episode i think on field villains uh, <laughs> off field villains it gets a little crazy qualify. <laughs> and then we can go to Dwayne haskins and wrap this up uh right so okay <laughs> we had the the frank clark updated episode earlier this week i had a a line in there where i said uh i was we're working on the script 
And I like for the note was like, and he wasn't even a good, good domestic violence guy. Like, and then I said like the perfect example. <laughs> and I yeah, think like yeah. you put in Tyree kill question mark, like what the, where are you fucking going with this? I, wasn't sure. I went with Emma Roberts and Stacy dash as being good at <laughs> domestic violence. Like, because it's a, like a, a cute girl getting arrested for domestic violence was like where I was trying to take that joke. Okay. Okay. Um, Stacy Dash. That's interesting. That's like, I didn't even know. Like you just, that's some shit you got to look up. It's like, apparently they both, both been arrested for domestic Wait, violence. Emma Roberts or Julia Roberts? It was Emma. Oh, wow. That will all look into that after the show, but, um, that was surprising. I, like I realized like I didn't point where I was like trying to go with that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something, there's some kind of like internal machination there. You're like, that hey, I, I wasn't up on. Who is perfect at dom- like who is a good domestic yeah. violence person? <laughs> who's in the who's on the Mount Rushmore of domestic yeah. violence? <laughs> Do that one, pardon my take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Uh, anyway, Dwayne Haskins, his was his his wife. Yeah, yeah, his wife. She was arrested for punching him. Yeah, dislodging a tooth. Ooh, that's a hard punch. Knocked out a tooth. Yeah, in uh, Las Vegas. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna take a wild guess and say alcohol was involved in that situation as well. I would imagine. I would hope so. If not, then that's even worse. Honestly, I I keep forgetting Haskins plays for the Steelers. Yeah, I picture him as a as a Washington football team guy still. Oh, Dwayne Haskins, I appreciate the concern. However, I have all of my teeth. Oh, on his Instagram. Don't believe everything you read. Peace. How does Please. that get out? Uh, I don't know. Weird. That's a problem we have. Like people get shit. Maybe he just chipped a tooth. Maybe it's one of those things where a little bit of his tooth broke, so he still has all of his teeth, but maybe not a part of a tooth. I don't mm-hmm. know. Interesting. Um. Oh, so Emma Roberts beat up uh, Evan Peters, the guy from Mayor of Easttown. Interesting. Oh, which guy from Mayor of Easttown? The younger detective. Oh, that guy? Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, he was really good. Yes. Yeah. I, I looked him up during that show because I was like, this dude's, I like, I like mm-hmm. the cut of his jib. I like the way he's acting this shit. Um, yeah, that show was really good except for... I thought the last episode, I thought they okay. I don't want to give anything away, but I thought they tried to get a little too. This is what you think's happening. No, this is what actually happened. No, this is what actually happened. Yeah. Um, There's a good uh, interview that Ryan Russillo did with the creator of the series. Oh. Uh, if you've, but only listen to it if you've seen it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a solid show. <clears throat> yeah. So that was who got, that was the, Dwayne Haskins in that situation. Gotcha. I'm going to assume that he has all his teeth still, though. 
Yeah, Hos- Haskins taken to the hospital for a facial injury. Haskins said he remembered getting into a fight with his wife, but didn't remember getting punched in the mouth. Uh, in searching the room, officers found a piece of a tooth and blood. This is from ESPN. Uh, awesome. Not funny. I don't know. I'm. I've never been punched by a woman. So, have you ever been punched? Yeah, by my, one of my friends. Okay. Not my, not really my friend so much after that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, punch me, punch me in the face for no. We were playing basketball, and he got mad at me, and then did this, and I thought like he was yeah. like joking because like who the fuck goes like this to throw a punch and did one of these to my face and then uh my other friend and i ran off into the prairie and we're like what the fuck did he just do that for (laughs) what a very uh kansas kind of situation no this was in pueblo but my parents were in kansas looking for a home and i was staying at my friend's house who punched me in the face so I didn't punch him back because I was like, I don't want to go back to his house if we get into a fight. And uh, yeah, I just took He's it. Like Probably jealous. I had imagined, I bet his parents were giving you more attention than him. Yeah, no, he, he said something out. like, uh, you're a punk ass bitch who thinks he's smarter than everybody or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, where did this come that from? That is always how you have come off as someone who thinks yeah. he's smarter than everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows where I was like at 11 or 12. <laughs> it's funny how I picture you at 11 and 12 with the same beard. <laughs> no, this this face was shiny. <laughs> and it's taken a punch. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even flinch on that shit. You just took it. Didn't bleed, didn't break skin. Nice. Somebody punch me now. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't know. I, uh, I would fear for my, my health and safety. <laughs> yeah, it might not, be, might not be the best. All right. Uh, we, we touch enough sensitive topics in the last half of the show yeah, yet. Anything else we can talk about that's, um, you know, a, a real third rail? Let's talk about uh, doctor-assisted suicide before we get out of here. Here's the thing about Jack Kevorkian. Um, <laughs> Al Pacino played him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, or was that most... Phil Spector? I can't fucking remember. He did both. Did he, did he do both. both? All right. Yeah, both HBO original movies. I've seen neither of them, but I I just know that he did. Oh, and he played uh, the Joe Paterno, the Penn State coach. Oh, right? shit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of like Kevin Bacon. He's played pedophiles in two different movies. And it's like, mm, I think as an actor, you just do one. <laughs> you just do one, Kevin. Yeah, it's like I was watching Manhunter the other night, and William Peterson was talking about how he like uh, he's like an obsessed detective who in the movie, and he can't get out of the role after the movie wraps. I'm like, I really hope Kevin Bacon was able to get out of the role <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I hope he wasn't those one of those guys who like has to act like the character on set the whole time. You know, like yeah. a method act. Hope he wasn't just, you know, uh, taking it too seriously. 
Yeah, definitely not. I think our yeah, friends over at Game Day. That. What's that? You're his agent. You'd have to be like, no. No more, more, Kevin. Quit saying yes to these roles, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. uh, especially when Kevin Spacey's out there and he's a real sexual predator. Yeah, really. Um... Can't have any more Kevins in these, <laughs> these situations. Anyway, we'll get out of here. All right. <laughs> you listen to the fucking podcast. John Elway's ACL never hurt anybody. Yep. Good night. Good night. Good luck. Oh, today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. And DraftKings is not only my favorite sportsbook, but it's also America's top-rated sportsbook. Now, I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for noob bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too, so listen to their great offer. DraftKings is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $150 in site credits. That's right. Pick either basketball team that is still in contention. Uh, that would be the Bucks and the Suns. Bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $150 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $150 in free credits. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.